Last week, we talked about the untold secrets of biblical principles when it comes to management. And we took you through an entire hour and a half of different people in the Bible and today and how they manage businesses. using biblical principles and today see the last week i suggest that you go ahead and stop and pause go back check it out on youtube and then catch up with us on part two of the untold secrets of biblical principles of management my name is kathy mcreynolds i'm the founder of bible business academy where we help you build businesses with biblical principles so if you got an idea you have a product you have a service you have a course or something that you want to get out to the world but you want to do it with biblical principles you have found yourself in the right place and do me a favor guys before we get started let me know in the chat where you are tuning in from and also let me know if you are already in business or if you're looking to start a business and what type of business do you have? Drop that in the comments and let us know. And if you can do me a favor, go ahead and grab your phones, get those out for me or Or your laptop or your iPad or whatever you're on. Let's get this out to some other people. And also let me know where you're tuning in from. What part of the world are you in? What part of the world are, are we finding you in right now? What type of business do you have? Let me see. We got some. Um, we have Michelle. Cole. Is that Michael Cole on there? I'm, I'm trying to see y'all. <laughs> sure. 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 Showing my time there. Um, um, let me know what type of business you have. And uh, hey, welcome to you. If you're catching this doing the live or the replay, let us know that as well. I'm going to share it out to um, a couple more places. So um, where are you watching this at? Are you watching it on the live? Are you watching it on the replay? Uh, the replay. Are you watching it on yeah, the live or the replay? Are you watching it on LinkedIn? Are you um, on YouTube or Facebook? Let me know where you're tuning in from. And hello, hello, hello. All right, y'all, I'm trying to talk and, and share all at the same other page there. And might as well share it out to our story. Get that going there as well. All right, y'all. We got all the technical stuff out the way. So if you're ready, I'm going to go ahead and switch over here. And we're going to go ahead and, as we say, get this holy party started. We're on part two of the untold secrets of biblical principles of management. It says in Genesis 2 5, when no bush of the field was yet in the land. No small plant on the field had yet sprung up. There's no man to work the ground. Can you, like, God, like, actually halted and said, wait a minute, nothing's going to grow yet because we don't have a man to work the ground. So I want to thank you guys for joining us today for another irresistible message from our Kingdom Business Workshop series uh, that is provided by Bible Business Academy. You can Go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com, learn more about our global organization. I am your host, Kathy McReynolds, as I mentioned, and we train 
transform entrepreneurs into kingdom leaders with a purpose. We believe that this message will equip you to grow in your faith and your finances while advancing your life and business as you discover your purpose and pursue it with a passion. So let's get this workshop started. And again, welcome to part two. We share that belief that the financial instability in in one's lifestyle business community or country is due primarily to a lack of 28. God gave us dominion over the earth and everything on the earth. And with that dominion, he had tasked us with the duty of managing all earth resources. So in this workshop series, you will discover the importance of the kingdom way to manage your business successfully and also get financially free from the world system, which is so, so important. But the key thing that you've got to remember how to grow because God didn't have a manager, the the men or women or people to work the ground. That's exactly what he said. So, I, you know, when I think about this, I want you to think about your business. Is it not growing because of lack of proper management? Where are you at? And I'm telling you, as I, you know. I'm going to share my story in a second, but as I did this, I had to do a checkup from the neck up on a few things myself to say, okay, there certainly matter. You know, I don't know if you can resonate with that, but you ever, you ever, uh, you sat down and, and and you know that you know that certain things in your life are out of order. You need to get in order. Let me know in the comments. I know I can't be the only one out there. See, what you see here is God's motivation for the creation of man. And I'm going to say it again. God himself says he didn't allow any to grow and anything to develop. He didn't allow anything to progress because he was lacking that he was lacking he said he was lacking man a, a species that would work the ground and that's from genesis 2 5 no shrub or plant on the earth uh, was yet in the earth and no herb on the field had yet sprouted for the lord god had not caused it to rain on the earth and there was no man to cultivate the ground guys get, you know what give me one second here because i really think Now, technical. I'm coming back over here. Let me go back. I am okay. I, you know what? As I'm doing this, I'm like, am I on part one again? All right. I'm sorry. All right. Let me let let, let me do a retake on that. I had to stop it. You know, we are live, so you guys can see that. Let me go ahead and, and share my screen back again. See, when, you, when you're not sure, you just want to stop it. Okay, let me go ahead and hide it. And let me make sure that we are okay. Back where we need to be. Brandy over there says she sells gluten-free meal solutions and seasonings from home. Oh, cool. And she is watching us live on YouTube. 
Well, welcome out, Miss Brandy. All right, y'all. I'm gonna get back over to the PowerPoint. I really, really was um, wanted to make sure that we were in the right place. So, are you ready to cultivate and manage the grounds? And can God count on you to grow the business ideas He planted on you? Are you ready? That's the whole key. A lot of times, we'll have a business idea. A lot of times we'll know, you know, something is ready to cultivate the ground. Are we ready to get that business going? But if you stick around to the end, I'm going to give you some exclusive access to proven systems for launching a six-figure online business. And we're going to also share with you some free resources that you can use. And I also want to send some stuff to your front door some gifts and different things like that and trainings that will help you to grow your business so that you can have more, more fun, more free and fulfillment. If this is your first time tuning in, uh, my name is Kathy. And in church, basically six days a week from Akron, Ohio. Mom was a minister. Dad was a football coach. I left home at 19, y'all. Moved to the D.C., Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh area in the 20s and 30s and 40s um, and 50s, you know, kind of around that area. Um, and let me know where you're from. Like, what, what area of the world are you from, right? Are you from and are you living in? Author, international coach and trainer, introvert who loves to win. Not perfect, y'all, but I take action. And, and that's what I want you to do. You can take action and it can be imperfect action, but you want to get going. Auntie to many licensed financial advisor. I've had, I don't know how many business over this last uh, almost 27 years, made lots of money, lost lots of money, and we've done some wonderful things and it's been an amazing journey. Um, you guys can pick up a copy of our book on Amazon. It is uh, available there, or you can go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com forward slash book, and we'll actually send you out a free copy. You just got to cover the shipping on that. And then we have a planner. I'm telling you, everybody should use a planner, a journal, uh, uh, everything that you need is in here, including Check it out at believeandgrowrich.org, or you can also pick that up on Amazon. And before we dive into the topic today, I want to share with you that you can uh, join our membership or our academy. We have both of those available for you. If you want a membership program, we have three options. The bronze, where we, uh, you know, take you to take the, like, if you want to build something, just take the guesswork out of it. and and build it with someone who has a success solution that's where you get to join and connect with faith-focused, like-minded business owners who understand your challenges and they can help hold you accountable. And you also are going to learn marketing and advertising and different things like that. Or you can jump in or go to lead leadership. And that's the, the best of the best where we do one-on-one um, -on -one personal mentorship and group mentorship as well to help you grow and learn. Or if you know that you want to do a course 
Force Academy, that would be the best way for you to go. So let's go ahead and dive into part two, the untold secrets of biblical principles of management. So my question as we begin this, who can prosper and create success. See, most people think you must be born on the right side of town or you have to be special. But see, God doesn't make rich people nor poor people. He only make people. And some of them become rich and some of them become poor. And that all depends on what God gave them. And let this understanding change your thinking in life from this day forward, because a lot of people want, you know, say, okay, well, if I came from this side of town, or if I did this, or if I looked a certain way, then I could be successful. Or if I, none of that matters. Everybody, like you are a winner already. If you made it here to earth, you are a winner. You know how the chances of that means you're a winner. So you have so much opportunity to change your life and don't allow excuses or bad breaks or setbacks keep you from becoming who you were born to be. And see, God, he he wanted a manager. He still wants managers. He still wants leaders. He still wants people to get, especially nowadays, we were just talking about that, to get his message out and and, and also to take care of the things that he stewards you with. The Bible said in Genesis 2-5, God didn't allow anything to grow, anything to spring up, anything to, to manage the earth. So why did God create us in the beginning? You ever have that question? He didn't create you to be a business owner. He didn't create you to be a, pre a preacher, a pastor, apostle, a deacon, and not to even be religious, not to sing, not to be in the choir, not to be an usher, not to be the children's leader. Like all of those are just things that, you know, we're really actually because you didn't see any of that. You most of those in the Bible, those are things that are just created by man to fill his purpose. And I want you to really, really get that point because as you're pursuing to build your business, I want you to get it into your head. That is not, and I say your business, it's not your business. God is the CEO of the business, and he that idea that he planted in us is the resource that he gave us in order to make that happen. Like he didn't, he didn't, uh, you know, this bench that I'm sitting on, he didn't come down here and make this bench. Whoever created this, he gave them that idea. And then they took that resource and they properly managed it in order to make that happen. Is that making sense? Let me know in the comments if that's making sense to you. And so the key that you have to ask yourself, and that was the thing when I said, you know, you always have to do that. What, what I'm talking about when I go that moment where you get in that mirror and you do, you, you have that, that conversation with yourself. And I always say, check yourself before you wreck yourself and ask yourself, are you a bad manager? If you so, because if you get this today, it can take you from struggling to success, from broke to balling, right? To making things happen. This is the most important message, y'all, you've ever heard in 
your business life and personal life. If you're struggling, wondering when and if that next commission check will come in or somebody's going to buy your stuff or, or are you going to be able to take care of things and pay pay for things, then you definitely want to pay attention. And if you have not that worry, but you're trying to figure out how to go to the next level, you also definitely want to pay attention because there's management of at different levels. And I want you to know this, it has nothing to do with your product or service, whether it's good or bad. It has absolutely nothing to do with it. Now, if you have something that's, but we get so caught up in thinking that it's our product or service. And that's why it's important to, you know, be, to, to do things the right way, to do the research and, and have your test groups and all of that, to make sure that you have something that actually gets results out there. It has everything to do with how you manage those ideas and how you manage those resources. So, you know, I'm sad to say, but if you're struggling right now, you're a bad manager, but I'm glad so there is great news. Put hashtag great news. Know that now that you know, you can fix it. And I want you to remember, God says he doesn't allow anything to grow until it has a manager. So if your business isn't growing, if you're not where you want it to be, then I want you to think about how are you managing the resources, the ideas, and the people that he put you in front of. And so let, let's just, it tells us God's primary assignment for man. And it actually tells us the principal motivation of why God created us. And, and, and it was because he wanted us to have dominion over the earth to rule the earth, right? So growth is allowed through the management of resources. So when you find that your business is going in the way that you want it, to go, you know that you're properly handling resources, could be like physical, tangible resources, they could be ideas, whatever they are, when is growing, you know that you're handling your business the right way. So if you're handling your business the right way, put yes, the right way, or let me know that you need help with that. Drop that in the comments. And, and guys, as you know, I can't see your comments right now, but when we get back over there, I will go back and um, we will pull those comments up. Uh, it, see, God had this divine goal of mankind. Our primary assignment, each of the culture of heaven, earth, that requires management. So that's the important thing that because it's heaven, you know, that extension of, of bringing heaven down here to earth, it's important for us to manage the world properly. And we have not done a good job of that, as we all know and are aware of. And so that's why it's important. And one of our missions is to bring, you know, over the next 10 years, thousands of entrepreneurs kingdom builder entrepreneurs together where we can pull our rope the way it's supposed to be. It takes, it takes passion. It takes, it, it, you know, an army. 
of committed people to do that. And that's what Bible Business Academy is about. Not just helping you make a lot of money. It's about helping you become a kingdom leader so that you can use those resources and properly manage them and get them out there. And so when we look at God's divine strategy for mankind to dominate through work, okay? The work of managing resources versus the work of your salvation. So when we're talking here, we're not talking about your salvation because it is through God's grace that you're saved, right? You don't have to put in works to become saved. But when you look at the Hebrew of works in the way that is used in Genesis and in this context, it is speaking to you about business about about people doing utilize not works for your salvation so i just want to make sure that we're clear on that and god in the beginning held up growth because he had been i'm gonna keep saying that because i want you to think of your business man is it not growing the way i needed to grow am i properly managing things the right way can i be trusted with the little so that i can have more and then once you are honest with your that next level. So I want to spend some time just sharing what the Hebrew meaning of work is. See, the Hebrew word avoda jointly means work, worship, and service. When you add, when you jointly bring that together, the various usage of the Hebrew word first in Genesis 2.15 tells us that God's original design and desire is that our work and our worship would be a seamless, a seamless way of living So it wasn't supposed to be painful or beautiful garden for you guys. Enjoy it and go out and just don't go to that one bush tree in the middle, right? He wanted us to enjoy all of this and just to take care of it and keep it beautiful. He says, six days you shall work, if I'm pronouncing that right, and, and that's in Exodus 34, 21. Then the man goes out to his work, avoided to his labor until evening. And that's in of the work that we put in to, to maintain and to grow the earth. Okay. Completely different from the work of your salvation. And, you know, when it comes to faith, you know, we say it's impossible to please God without faith. And he, in and, and the, and there's a scripture that says, I'll show you my faith by my works, right? And so that's the work that we're talking about. That you put in because you believe what God says. And there are four key takeaways from our divine goal that I want to share with you. And, and that you can learn from and there and these are very important passages in genesis number one god protects his resources from bad management so if you're building a kingdom business and it's not growing the way that you want it to grow it just say okay i got bad management right then you can fix it and and that's 
different from beating yourself up. That's if you would say you want to build a tower, a business, just depending on which, which, um, version you're listening to and you don't sit down and count the cost. You're not going to be able to finish it and they're all going to laugh at you. See, that's bad management. And we want to help you to get away from bad management into good management because sometimes, and trust me, I've been there. When you're running a business and you got a product or a service, sometimes all you're thinking about is I got to sell this, I got to sell this. I got to get it in front of this. And then your books and on and you don't put together marketing game plans. I don't know which headlines that you're using and so that you can test and then you change it all at one time versus, you know, changing the headline and then, then, you know, doing a seven day run to see what that works like or changing the audience. Like there's different orders of when you're running your business, of how you do it, you just don't scrape everything You because you'll never know what was broke, right? If you just get rid of everything and you start from scratch, the body might've worked or you maybe you had it in front of the wrong audience. So proper management. Number two, God withholds his resources from bad management. So he protects it and then he withholds it. So if you're not getting all the resources that you need, so that could be money, that could be supplies, that could be all the stuff that you need. He's like, the stuff that I just sent you and I gave to you and those ideas and stuff like that, you haven't even properly used those. So why am I going to give you more? Right? He said, if I can trust you with the little, I can trust serious is so important for you to just sit down, take some time by yourself and really do an assessment of where you're at. And, and if you need help with that, guys, that's why we're here. And you can book an appointment with us at any time or call us at 1-833-BIBLE-BIZ and we can help you walk through some steps and see exactly where you're at. And see, God will never answer a prayer request requested by anyone who has a bad, who's a bad manager. And, and you wouldn't do the same thing either. If you're the manager or the owner of a location or a business, and you had somebody who should service or had poor customer service, or, or, you know, didn't know how to market or advertise, you wouldn't continuously pay them or have them working in your business. And that's how you got to start looking at God and how he provides for us and gives to us. He has all these promises. My mom and I were just talking about uh, that. She's so funny. She'll be 89, I think, next, next, uh, yeah, next month. I mean, will she, 89. Her birthday is May 5th, but she was like, you know what, in that Bible, and I need to get a whole bunch more of those. I'm a queen, and I, I'm going to get all of his promises that he says that I need to get. And I just love it because at, eight, at almost 90 years old, she's still for it. She's still going for it. And, and I share that with you because you out here, you may think, man, do I really want to give it another try? Is it worth going for one more time? Yes, it is. You never 
give up until the day that you're gone. See, the divine to focus on more often on the day-to-day basis because it's the principal key of the kingdom on earth and that was given to mankind and it's management. That was his strategy for us. And we have to understand that. And then we have to conquer that. Is that making sense to you? Let me know in the comments if you had an aha moment and what you're getting out of this so far. And guys, people have gotten so religious and religion and the churches and things like that, that it keeps you lazy and it keeps you losing. Now, I know I might tick some people off by saying that, but it's the truth. Religion keeps you lazy and it keeps you losing. So you think if I show up to church every single week and I, you know, just I come, you're doing something good. Now, yeah, you're doing good to get there, but it said show up. You know what? It tells us don't forget to have a meeting together, but there's a purpose in that meeting together. There's things that you want to do or be able to do. And so sometimes people get so religious minded that they forget the purpose because they're into their own agenda. See, people, because people are so religious and tradition focused and not taught properly in a lot of these churches, they prefer miracles over faith to create wealth. You know, they think God is like this genie like let me rub you know and hum and then all of a sudden everything that i want will come to me and then they'll get upset when it doesn't happen or they'll say oh this you know god doesn't work this doesn't work because they've heard somebody say if you you know just think and grow rich or you believe in grow rich or you meditating the rich and you don't have to properly and then or you can get now i have stuff that says okay you got to think right you got to believe right you got to but there's also other things that go on top of that that you have to do that would be just like you got a garden right and you're going and you need to plant some seeds but you just buy the the seeds and they sit on your table and you look at them and you're like i believe they're gonna grow i believe they're gonna grow i'm gonna meditate and they're gonna grow if you don't take those seeds and put them in the ground and do the proper work, till the soil before you even put them in the ground. See, that's the work we're talking about. And you do it in the proper order. I don't care how pretty those seeds aren't going to grow unless you do the work. That's the work we're talking about. And you probably plant those seeds and you do the right thing. Is that making sense? Are you following me? See, houses and land are lost or never brought because people are so religious and that tradition is stealing their dreams away. So you work for someone else instead of owning your own business because of religion. I want you to get away from being religion and get to, you know, not being able to pay bills, not being able to do the things that you need to do because. You you get in this religious mindset 
versus being in biblical principles like this management and things like this that myself and other people are sharing with you as well. And so it's important not to let religion keep you lazy and losing. It, it, let me know how you feel about that in the comments. I know some of y'all talking about, but you know what? You got to tell the truth. Why do you break the commandments of God for the sake of your religious traditions? I'm going to share a scripture with you that will answer that question. It says, why do you break the commandments of God for the sake of your religious tradition? I didn't say this, okay? It came from Matthew 15. And let me read exactly it says it says then some pharisees and scribes came to people's break the tradition of the elders that they do not wash their feet before they eat jesus replied and this is the key right here jesus replied and why do you break the commandment of god for the sake of tradition let me repeat that jesus replied and why do you break the commandment of god for the sake of your tradition see that's what we're talking about when we say religion and traditions and doing a certain kind of way that's not God's way. That's what doesn't get you the, the promises and the businesses and the lights and all of that that was promised to us because of these things. So when you know better, you're going to do better. And it said, for God said, honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses his father and mother must be put to death. But you say that if anyone says to his father or mother, whatever you would have received from me is a gift devoted to God. He need not honor his father or mother for the sake of your tradition. So I'm asking you, what are you nullifying from the word of God for the sake of tradition. And just because mama Nim did it, Prenim did it, whoever you set under did it, doesn't mean you have to do it. You can get in the word today. I mean, like today, there is no excuses. You got YouTube, you got phones, you, you, your Bible is right on your phone. It, you can hear it, you can see it, you can for yourself. I remember, I don't know, it's probably like 10, 15 years of first time that I read the Bible all the way through. Um, it was not from, I didn't have that idea planted in me from church. It was actually one of my millionaire mentors. This is what he did in his 20s in order to understand principles. And then he also used to have us uh, read a proverb a day in the book of Ecclesiastics to understand business. Tradition is bringing it to you, but you can get the things that you need and equip yourself to become who God put you here to be and to be a good manager by doing things in a different kind of way. And th these are some of the things that we do inside of our membership and our programs to be able to help you. It goes on to say that these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from 
me. These people honor me with their lips, but they're just doctrine, the, the, the percepts of man, the precepts of man. And, and I think about that scripture when, when, you know, Jesus said the people are going to get to heaven and they're going to be like, but I did this in your name and I did that in your name. He's going to be like, you know, get behind me. You, you, you did nothing. That was all for you. And even if you got to walk away from something that's been a tradition, make sure that you position yourself for, and I know it's not the popular thing to say, but guess what? It needs to be said because religion will destroy you if you're not careful. And I just read that and I wanted to bring you scripture to show you that it says, because you don't hear the word in lots of churches, just one scripture or, you know, hey, the scripture reading for the day and then the opinions or they're trying to inspire you or to impress you with all the big words. and all of that. Now, in the Bible, I'm not a preacher. I, I you know, or the, I, I, my ministry is to help people build businesses. And I added biblical principles to it because it's something that I've always done. And it was something that was laid on my heart a couple of years ago to do. And I finally, you know, like, okay, God, I surrender and I'm doing what I was called to do. See, the concept of management shows up in the Bible in the first chapter, and religion is a killer. It destroys you. It takes away the management, and management demands work, and religion makes you lazy. And the reason why we say that is because when you look at the miracles that people want, they people want to do things without putting in work people want it's kind of like that lottery that lottery mindset that rub the genie mindset oh i don't have to do anything oh i don't have to read read anything it even the word says study and show yourself approved studying is work right that is work not remember again If you're just now catching this, we're not talking about, you're talking about taking care of God's resources that he gave us here on earth, that he put in your mind, all of those ideas, and, and to stop thinking that miracles will cancel out management. Now, God in the miracle business, like my mom, I tell you guys a story when she got healed with cancer. He is in the miracle business, but I, I'm going to tell you what she said. She said, You know, when the doctor told her to say her goodbyes and that her work that she put in and the pastors and the people, I was only about eight years old at the time, is that every day they prayed, they, 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 they got together, they prayed, they did the things that they were instructed to do from the word in, and belief in the faith, because the faith comes by hearing, right? And, and, and so those are the works that you're putting in, in order to properly manage. And then you take that and you translate that into clients. I want this, but I don't want to go live. I don't want to post every day. Like you, it's always, I don't want to do this, or I'm afraid to do this instead of saying, okay, what do I need to do 
fear or not, I'm going to get it done. All right. I got to write some posts. I, you know, I got to go live. I got to do whatever it is. You have to be willing to do it. Get out of that miracle mindset or that get rich quick thing or always looking at the shiny objects trying to figure out, okay, well, if I do this business or whatever, the, the NFTs, the, the Bitcoin, and I'm not saying any of that stuff is wrong, but stop chasing money. That's what, if you're chasing money or you chasing the next best, best thing versus just sitting down and having a system, a management system for your business, it doesn't matter which business you have it's all going to go the right way in the way that it needs to go. How do I going back and forth? Oh, well, this isn't working. No, it's not. It's not working. You're not working. That's the whole key thing. If somebody else is successful in what you want to do and there's nothing new under the sun, if somebody else have created success in it and you're not successful in it, that means that you're not managing it properly. And so the moment that you begin to understand that and you want to do something about it is the moment your life will change. And that's why we're here to help you with that. So that lottery and that gamble and that gambling and to being religious and all of that stuff, you got to let all of that go. That's, that's not, that's going to keep. You know how they say if you keep doing the same thing and to get keep getting the same results. And that's why I wanted to share that scripture with you to so you can see what Jesus said about it. So if you're just now tuning in now, rewind that back because wait again, you don't like you can't gain anything without effort and without work. Anything cancel work is ungodly. And, and what in Genesis, go back and read it. Most people read that once. They never go back to it. They never talk about it, you know, in church or, or look at it again. But you got to understand all parts of it to get it, right? See, money runs away from religious people. Money runs away from people who chase money. You came here to learn how to make money tonight, and that's your problem if that's the reason why you showed up. See, money runs from people who pursue it. The Bible says money is attractive to management. And I'm going to prove that to you as we here and join us. It took me about three decades, y'all, to get to understanding this. So if you think I'm crazy, I, I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. I'm not. I just, I'm just awakened. And I want you to be awake as well. And I want you to wake up and, and stop following these traditions that Jesus was talking about, right? Stop following these traditions. And my goal is to dismantle your about religion, about miracles, about traditions, and all of those things that are keeping you from being, and I like, you know, I'll go on to say religious people look for those miracle moments in order to change your life. Do you remember in the Bible when the people came to Jesus and they said, show us a sign? Let's read what Jesus said in Matthew 16 and four. 
Only an evil, adulterous generation would demand a miraculous sign. But the only sign I will give them is the sign of the prophet Jonah. Then Jesus left them and went away. See his miraculous moments? It's about management. It's about faith. It's about faith with the works, right? This is what it takes to build your business. Am I making sense? Are you guys getting this? And, and I'm relating and I'm taking what we're doing and I'm relating it to business, but that's in all parts of your life. You know, I, when I was having that conversation with my mom about this after I put this together yesterday, I'm like, I know there's some areas of me that I get back to and do it right. I was doing her. I said, mom, because I'm in the DC area now. Um, I said, when I get back home, if it ever, like my house stays clean, but my car, mm, that's a whole nother story. I'm like, no, you know, I got to properly manage that properly, right? You, whatever he gives you, we need to start taking care of it the right way especially your business, right? Especially your business. So as you know, before I go into um, the definition here, let me know what you got out of that last section that we just talked about. What was your biggest aha moment? So whether you're watching, doing the live or the replay, put your comments in there and I'm going to go back over to them and We'll read those towards the end, at the end, when we come back to it. But I want to define, again, management in the 1828 dictionary so that you really, because I, I really want you to get this, right? right? Uh, this is not, we're not here to, you know, motivate to educate you right now so that you can take stuff that we're talking to you about and you can implement it in your business and in your life today and start making different decisions. See, when you look at management, it says to conduct, to carry on, to direct the concerns of, um, as to manage a farm, to manage the affairs of a family. And I'm going to throw in there to manage the affairs of a business. Like, are you in your business or is it conducting you? Are you carrying on and doing the thing place? If you have, if you're working a full-time job and you have a business or you have several different businesses, do you have a, a set schedule as to in each day? Is there properness uh, or do you have a syllabus? Do you know exactly what you're going to do? How it's going to work? Or do you just wake up and wing it and figure it out? If you're doing that, that's what. That's why you're broke. That's why there's the money's not coming in. That's why the customers are not coming in. That's why the challenges are there. And we want to train or govern. It's just as a horse. Are you, are you training? Are you governing? Are you helping the people? Like our sales team meets Monday through Thursday, um, every single Monday through Thursday. And everybody comes together at the same time. So we inspect what we expect. And we also help people out. Do you have a schedule for your sales team? Do you have a schedule for your employees? Are you meeting with them regularly? It says to govern, to control, to make tame or traceable as to will or to move to use in the manner desired to have 
commit. So what do you desire your work to become? If you don't know what that is or what that looks like, you're not now as to why you're doing what you're doing. You're not managing it properly because it becomes when it gets hard, it makes you quit instead of doing the things that you need to do. It says to make subservient. If something is subservient to you is not ruling you, your business should not rule you. Your business should not control you. You should be controlling it to husband to treat with caution or sparingly. I thought that part was pretty funny to husband. I didn't know. Yeah, I guess that's how they said it back then, right? To treat with caution or judgment, to govern with address. It was much managed verb intrusive to direct or conduct affairs, to carry on concerns or businesses. It says that in number nine of the 1828 dictionary. So, where are you at on all of those levels? Are, are you doing things the right way? Is your business running you ragged? Or are you constantly in control because you have gained plans of what you're doing in a certain order and a certain everything's at? It, or do you always have to go look for stuff? I Listen, as... I come through, especially this online, it was, you know, when you're offline and I had the office and I had people working with us and stuff like that, it was completely different than coming online, I thought, but it's the same process. You have to take care of things as if God is watching you and he put you in charge of those resources because guess what, y'all? He did. So are you doing it? the right way. My question to you is how do you manage your time, your team, your resources, your ideas, your profits, your ties? How do you manage all of that? Like, you know, when we talk about ties, people are like, oh, well, I give the 10, but what about the 90? What are you doing with that 90%? And then I want you to really start to think that none of it is ours. 100% of it is God. The reason why he said give us the ties is just because he wants to see if you can manage it. If you're holding on to it and if you're willingly just given what needs to be given the right way, right? And it's a process, y'all. I Listen, I didn't always do all of this stuff. that I'm talking about, and uh, some of it I'm still there, we can make it happen. And that's the importance of being with like-minded people who are all on the same path for the same reason in order to make things happen. Because it doesn't matter what your product or service is. Are you building that business for the kingdom? Are you building that business for worldly goods? It's just that simple. You get to decide which side you're going to be on. And, and in the end, we already know which side challenge you to ask you, are you an effective manager? Management is the effective, efficient, correct, and timely use of another person's property and resources 
for the purpose which they delegated it with a view to producing the expected added value. So to put that in lamest term is that if, if God gave you an idea for a business, did you sit down? Did you put together a plan? Did you do the research? Did you do you understand marketing? How to write a sales letter? Do you understand you know, objections and how to overcome those? Um, how to teach a, a sales team or a sales stuff yourself? That's management. Management is doing all of those things. So whatever result that you're promising people, you're going to be able to deliver on it. See, just like God does, you got to begin with the end in mind. So you begin, you start your business with the results. You go into business. Now you have a solution for it. And you're going to help people with it. And maybe you're helping them with that solution because you at one time in your life had that problem. See, sometimes we got to go through things and we get to that other side. Once we've been through it, we can look back and that becomes your business. You're helping people to do the thing that it you went through pain and struggle in order to make happen for yourself. You can help people with that. See, management automatically implies you don't own the material. Nothing on this earth. God said it is mine on that aspect that it is not ours. It is his. We should become better stores of handling the resources, the ideas and the people that he put in our lives in order for us to do that. It's just like you know, if you're in a home or, or you're renting or you, you go to a vacation place, you need to take good care of that, those people's property so that when you leave it, it's in either even better shape because you were there. That's how your business should be ran. Anybody who comes through it should be better off because they came through it. Are you an effective manager? An effective manager also implies that when you bring it back, it's supposed to be better. It's supposed to have more value. It's supposed to, to, to give. They go tell somebody about you and everything begins to just go, go and grow, go and grow, go and grow, go and grow. Are you an effective manager? How would you answer that? You can let us know in the comments if you like, if you want to be vulnerable about that or, or let us know the areas that you're great at and the areas you want to get better at. You can drop those in the comments. See, don't be lazy with what you are to manage. That's important. Don't be lazy about it. Nothing is allowed to grow if it's not managed properly. Even like you got a beautiful flower and, and, and you that's, that's of the best flowers, easy to grow kind of thing, flowers, right? But if you just let dirt and wood and all the debris and all of that pile on top of it, it's not going to grow properly. That's what it means to properly manage, manage stuff. I want you to focus on adding value to the business idea that you were trusted with. How often do you sit down and think about, okay, I had this idea, how can I make it better? Or there's this idea out there that I want to do. What 
do I need to do to add do polls? Those are some ways that you can figure out what are some what what is it that people want? I'm telling you, that was one of the hardest things to finally get through my head. It wasn't what I wanted. It was what the people needed. You got to meet people where they're at and then take them where they need to grow. You want to create your business in an effective and efficient and timely manner for the purpose for which God assigned it to you. Okay, so maybe your purpose was to be able to help someone who went through a challenge. Maybe your purpose was to create something this. Maybe your purpose was to counsel some people and help bring awareness. Whatever your business idea is, then that's you you have to be effective with it, efficient with it, and timely with it. And I, I, I want to share because I've been talking about lazy people and things like that. And this these are not my words, y'all. I want to talk about what the Bible says. In Proverbs 10 and 4, it says a slack hand causes poverty, but the hands of the diligent makes rich. That's the work we're talking about, right? A slack hand. Proverbs 10, 4 says nothing, while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. So you can't be diligent and not at work in there, right? Remember, not the work for your salvation, but the work and the effort of doing the things like turning the TV off, stop scrolling through Facebook, spending more time reading, uh, spending more time being around people who will pour into you, joining trainings, reading books, going to courses. These are things that you have to be diligent about. Advertising and when things are bad or going down, being on the phone, talking to your clients, seeing what they want, seeing how they're getting value. See, all of that stuff is being diligently You're diligent at those when you're properly building your business. So Proverbs 13 and 4 talks about that. And 1 Timothy 5 through 8, it says, but if anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Come on, y'all. It's time for us as kingdom entrepreneurs to become who God called us to become. And that diligence, that work, that management, the stuff that we're talking about are the things that we must pay attention to. And this is not something that a lot of people are out there talking about yes they want you to come create the course yes, teaching you to do what god said is it coming from a biblical aspect so that you can get to where god wants you to be right because when you get to where he wants you to be you should be happy about that as well see here's why you only get what you can manage you see it's important for you to get this deep understanding of this management principle. It, it teaches you some very, very important things. Number one, God will never give you what you pray for. You only get that which you can manage. And you are praying for that six-figure, that seven-figure, that eight-figure business. And yet, 
that hundred dollars that he gave you, you could, and, and listen, trust me, I get it. I've been there. And I, you know, I had to think about this when I was, I don't remember when, but I'm like, I'll go to a restaurant and think twice. Like my mindset at a restaurant, waitresses always get 20%, like the tip 20%. What if that same mindset is for God? No matter what you earn, always get 20%, always get 30%, always get, you know, whatever percent. I love, I think it was like um, Purpose Driven Life, Rick, Rick Warren. He said him and his wife, they've been doing this for 25, 30 years. They started out giving 10% and they made a decision. See, this is management. They made a decision that every year they were going to give a higher percent of their income that they brought in. And now they live off of 10% and they give back 90%. Now, because they were did that when they were broken, they were just beginning and things were, you know, not like people are like, well, the only reason that they have what they have is because they did what they did. It was a plan. It was, it, it was intentional. It wasn't just wake up for the day and figure out, oh, okay, this is how things are going to be. No, everything was intentional. And so when you're thinking about that $10 that you just made that $100, and we're talking 10 $1 bills that you didn't give away and say, here, God, take this. Thank you. It is not mine. That's managing your thoughts. That's managing your mindset. That's managing your pocketbook. Like all of this is all about management. How well are you managing things? And see, when if you're praying for an office building, but you don't keep your home office organized, it ain't going to happen. So look around you. Are you organized? Are you are things in order and things the way they need to be? You might be praying for a big ticket course, but you don't deliver the value that that people are expecting off of that 30 product line, but your current line is defective and not right. And instead of fixing it and getting it right and making it better, you're, you're on to something else and something else and something else. That's what you want to keep asking yourself. What is that something else I keep going to instead of just getting the system in place? I promise you, especially when it comes to building a business, there is a system to how that business starts, what do you need to do, the marketing, the advertising, and the sales, it's a system. It doesn't matter what kind of business it is. It's to become an influencer, but you don't even provide value on a consistent basis to the people that are already following you. You might be praying for that big event, but you don't show up constantly on your lives or bring value online to the people who watch you now. It might be one or two. It will go up. It will go down. It doesn't matter, but do you show up and do the things that you said that you are going to do because you pre-planned it? This is what we're talking. This is why prayers are not getting answered. It's not because God is not answering you. It's because you're not a good manager. And he, his word, can't. he can't go back on his word. He said, if I can trust you with a little, then I can trust you with a lot. 
This is why you got to be around people who can help you with this stuff, who can get that done. Can you be trusted with the little? So you want a jet, but you can't keep the maintenance up on your car. Now, this is what made me check myself on that because I'm part of the private jet club. So I was like, okay, well, if that's what you want, you better keep that car up tip-top condition of where it needs to be. If you want to make a mansion and you're, the house you're renting or the, 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 the place you live in is dirty and you're not keeping that properly, how are you going to manage something bigger, right? It, it just won't happen. It, it, I was uh, telling my mom the story, I think it was Peter Daniels that I was listening to. And he said after 25 years, he the tapes that I was listening to. And so he, he, he said, he told his wife, you know, come in, have a seat. I got something to share with you. He, he said, you know, I, I just want to say, I'm sorry. You've been picking up after me for all of these years. And I have, and you know, I'm sorry. And I know that I have to be better and do better. So God can take me to that level that he wants to take me to. So I'm going Twenty-one days. That just gets you days, hundred days in a row. It becomes a habit. See, management it happens. And so he said that one day he was in a rush, and he left his pajamas on the floor did and he went back home and his wife was like well what are you doing here and he was like i realized i left my pajamas on the floor and i so i had to come back and get them and then she was like well, i could have got it he's like no that defeats the purpose if i meant going getting back in the car coming back to to the house and picking up and doing what you said you were going to do that's management see when you start doing things like that when you start tracing back and writing things down and, and making a decision to do things the way that God wants you to do them life begins with change this is why he says don't forget the habit of meeting together so that all of these like minds of things of, that you want to have happen, those begin to happen because you got people there that are there to encourage you and to lift you up. You might want that bigger church, but you can't manage the church that, you, that you're renting, right? It's out of order. Get it in order. Your business, your property, get it in order. You want more souls, but the souls that you have and the people that you have, you're not managing those properly. You want more influence. over others' lives, but the lives in your own household, you have to ask yourself, can you be trusted with the little? Let me know in the comments, is this an aha moment? Is it awakening for you? See, if you're a woman Christian business owner, I'm going to ask you this, Jesus, if, if you give me a million dollars, are you saying this? I will take care of the followers and the widows and tithe. Like these are the things that we say we're going to do, right? 
Yet, there are thousands on designer purses or shoes and meals and vacations just for social proof when you know you can't afford it, right? And then there will be a time when you start doing the right things that this won't even matter because, you know, just like you said, it would be so much that you can't even count it, right? But then you turn around and throw 20 bucks in the offering. Come on, y'all. We got to get better at this, right? And then you have the audacity. to ask God for a million dollars, but you help and give. Am I making sense? Am I roughing some feathers? So we got the women. Let's talk to you men out there, right? You spend more than you make. Are you going through this? Are you a men Christian business owner and you're spending more you make? Are you seeking to impress the fellas and the ladies out there? You buy more vehicles than you can use and you don't have insurance on them. Uh, you Maybe you're renting these mega mansions and cars to shoot lives and reels from so that you can impress people. Is, are those the things that you're doing. That's not proper management, right? Maybe you, you don't manage your money properly. What is it? Whether you're male or female, you can probably find some areas that we just shared that you can manage better and do a better job of. See, here's what the Bible says about a lack of management. And I always want to bring the scripture to you. So it's not me who's saying this, is right from, these are the biblical principles, right from the word of God. In 1 Timothy 3, 4, he said he must manage his own family well and see that his children obey him and he must do so in a manner, in a manner worthy of full respect. Can you say yes, check to that box? Or do you say, man, I need to fix that. My own household it, It's not in control. If your business, if your household right, your business won't be right. You got to fix that. Same principle. First Timothy three five. It says, anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? How can he take care of God's business? How can he take care of God's resources? How can he take care of that idea that God planted? in him. If you can't manage your own family, first Timothy 5, 14 says, so I advise these younger widows to marry again, have children and take care of their own homes. Then the enemy will not be able to say anything against them. It gives us ideas of how we can do things. It gives us examples. It leaves absolutely nothing out. We can utilize that to take care of our business, to do it properly. It says in Luke 8, 8 and 3, Jonah, um, Jonah, the wife of Shuza, Herod's business manager, um, Susanna, and many others who were contributing from their own resources to support Jesus and his disciples. And because of that, they were using their own resources to support Jesus and his disciples. So when you're managing things properly, you can use your own resources. You don't have to go into debt. You don't have to seek other people's resources. You can use your own resources and create those resources in order to do what God wants us to do, right?
Acts 27, 16. It says, we got some shelter when we pass to the south of the little island of Kata. There was some, there was secure. And that, the reason I shared this one is with some difficulty. Management is not always easy. You may have some difficulty in managing things properly and getting it done. And, you know, and being up late, I remember first did my um, online challenge of coming online and learning how all of the stuff on the computer. I used to always say I'm high touch, not high tech. I was not the person who knew all the technicalities of teaching, the encouraging, all of that. But I remember it was 11. It was a. Uh, three days we had of a 30 day challenge we had three more days left and then the guy came on and he was like well you guys should be making money by now and i'm like well i hadn't made any money at that time so you guess what i did i stayed up all night 24 hours i went back through all of the days up to the 27th day to see if i missed any money I should be making money. And I found some little adjustments of the things that I that I was missing. And I think it was in that next three days or so, we had almost 30 customers in our, a challenge that we put out that we're actually just bringing back again now some three or four years later. And it was because I had difficulty, but I did the work necessary to make make that happen. And I can name business after business after, but that's when you got to manage your time, manage your resources, manage your thinking, manage what you do. It's all about management. Luke 16 and eight. Is that making sense, guys? Are you getting this? Are you taking these scriptures and relating them to your business, to your life? Luke 16 and eight says, and his master commended the unjust manager, not for his misdeeds, but because he had acted truly by preparing for his future unemployment are you preparing for the season when you prepare for that are you putting aside resources not storing them up but putting them aside so that you know we call that windfall when you go to um biblebusinessacademy.com and you download our, our free report we talk about the the five different avenues of money and that windfall money so that when opportunity when god puts that idea in your head and, and, and you have the resources and he put other resources in front of you and it says intrude in relation to the own kind that that is to the ways of the secular world then are the sons of the light the believers and so basically what he's saying there is that people in the secular world end up doing better than people in the kingdom world because of these religious things and the lack of management. And these are the things that you want to be able to change. Am I making sense, y'all? Let me know what you're getting out of this. So I want you to tune in next week because we're going to deep dive into how do you manage your money. And, and 
in the secret of a successful money management and we're going to talk about it from a biblical perspective and i'm going to also share some of the stuff you know i've been a, a licensed financial advisor for about 27 years now so we get to look at things from a total different perspective than most people If they're just teaching you how to get online, how to start a, the, the gift that we have is being able to help you on levels that most people can't. So I'm excited about that. And I'm not saying that because that has nothing to do with me. It's just what God has equipped me with in the skills that he has given me in order to make that happen. And, and, and so that we're here at this moment so we can help more of you so that we can build the kingdom so that we can do the things that we need to do. So if you want to learn more, I'm going to continue this conversation and, and in that membership, and we're going to talk about that in a second, these are some of the things that we can help you with and spend more time with. And, and you don't have to learn it all at one time because we have a system where you can go through and check off the box and you have somebody there to help you with that and to, to help you uncover more um, kingdom strategies so that you can build the business the right way in the way that God wants you to, to build that. So make sure next week, part three, join us for the secrets of a successful money management from a biblical perspective. And if you bigger level or you got questions, you can always go to calendarly.com and call Kathy. And we can help you with that. And you can also get involved. And I highly suggest our memberships are our, our academy. It, our academy are for those people who want a course or consultant business. We take you through all of the steps. You know, you might be a, a coach, a trainer, an expert, a business owner, a pastor. whatever it is and you want to do memberships are so invaluable guys they're so valuable because the stuff that we're talking about and needing people to be there with you and to help and guide you through that those are the things that we're going to guide you through so you got three options on that you can do the bronze and the bronze is more you just want information sent to you and you want to gather you know not as much um, that's a way to get started. If you the silver success solution is really getting in there with other business owners and connecting on Zoom live. all of us together and, and helping you with you really have some of those where we're doing those one-on-one -on -one in place. And that golden leadership is, is more our high level individual and group mastermind of people who really want to take their life and their business to that next level. So you have the options on all of that. And so make sure that you show up here next week same time, 7 p.m. Eastern, and we'll be here to help you. But don't just stop there. Make sure in between time you go book that strategy call and register to join us. Proud of you. It takes courage to step out on faith and become 
who you were meant to become and no matter which path you choose, I just want you to know that we are cheering you on and you can count on it. And I told you, if you stuck around to the end, we're going to tell you about a gift that awaits you. We want to send you out one of our, we call them the shock and awe boxes, where we uh, not only give you the training material, but we want to give you some other great stuff to help you grow your business. And those, these are some of the things that was to separate yourself from the masses. And so what questions do you have for us today? I'm going to hop back over to the other screen in a second where I can see your questions. So if you have them, make sure you start typing them in already if you haven't. And guys, you can always call us at one eight three three bible biz or send us a text or email us at info at Kathy McReynolds with any of your questions. And again, I want to remind you about our memberships in our academy uh, memberships. We got three of them. You have the bronze self-guided, the silver success solution for like-minded business owners. And the gold elite leadership is more for that next level leadership and one-on-one coaching with myself. Or if you want to get that course or that consultant business and go through the proper system and also add biblical principles for you. So go to Bible Business Economy, Economy, Academy.com forward slash grow. And so let me go ahead and hop back over to the other side. Oops. And see if we have any questions over there. All right. Let's see. If I see any questions, I don't see any questions. So I hope that means that you got a lot out of this and it made you think. It gave you those aha moments. Um, and I, let me just go ahead and share. And if you have some and you want to put some up as we're talking, feel free to do that, guys. But make sure also that you go pick up, uh, go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com, download our, that free report. That's going to give you information on biblical principles. It's going to talk about some of the money stuff that I talked about here, and it's going to help you think differently. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's why we're here. That's why we're sharing this with you and um, these things. You can also get a copy of our Believe and Grow Rich. Make sure you pick up a copy of it. This planner will definitely help you in the management of everything. It goes through any and everything that you need to stay on task and get the job done on the things that you need to do. It's a lot of writing, but trust me, it is definitely, definitely worth it. And you can also pick up a copy of our book, Bible Business Secret, at on either one of these. You can get it on Amazon or you can go to Bible Business. We will send you a free copy. You just have to cover the shipping and handling on that. So guys, I hope that everything brought you value tonight. Get in our membership, get in our academy, set an appointment up with us if you have any questions so that we can help you build your business the right way, doing the right things with the right purpose. So if I don't see anything else out there, we're going to say bye-bye and we will see you next week, seven o'clock Eastern for part three on principles of money management and we're
going to talk about managing your money properly and also personally. All right, y'all. See you later. Have a good day. Bye-bye.